0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to Latte & Laundry. I'm Suzanne Billadou, and I am so honored to be with you here as we navigate motherhood, wifehood, sisterhood, and everything in between. This is a podcast for my fellow imperfect people who want to grow in greater communion with our most perfect God. So join me and my friends as we laugh, cry, dive deep, and explore with one another as we journey towards stilling our souls while moving our world. friends. Welcome back to another episode at Latte and Laundry here. I am so happy to be chatting with you guys right now because I'll be really honest. I was feeling pretty bummed earlier this afternoon. My children have been working super hard over the last few weeks. My, my top three, my Madeline, my Noah, and, and Jean David on uh, a play with their homeschooling group. Long days of practices, just really working hard, um, a lot of fun. And they were about to perform their first um, of their few performances this evening with the about another hundred children. I think there's about a hundred children, maybe a few extra than that um, in the play this year, which they're doing Oklahoma. And they were about to perform it this evening and we were getting ready and packed up to leave when the baby came down with a fever. So my hubby took all the kids and I stayed home with the baby and luckily at this point she's resting. I heard the play went well and the family's on their way back. Um, But While the baby was sleeping, it just had some things swirling around in my heart and it always really excites me to get on, I'll be really honest, because... Whenever I record, it gives me an opportunity beforehand to really pray, reflect, and, and think through some things, and it always pivots my heart back to God, and so I'm just so happy to be chatting with you guys about this today, especially because I'm pretty fired up about it, um, but before we dive into what the topic is today, why don't I open us up with our opening Bible verse, which is 1 Corinthians 13, through 3. And it says, I may speak in the languages of humans and of angels, but if I don't have love, I am a loud gong or a clashing cymbal. I may have the gift to speak what God has revealed, and I may understand all mysteries and have all knowledge. I may even have enough faith to move mountains, but if I don't have love, I am nothing. I may even give away all that I have and give up my body to be burned. But if I don't have love, none of these things will help me. All right, Paul, coming in hot. (laughs) Um, So the topic today I want to talk about that I think is not often spoken about is this idea of keeping up with the Catholics. Okay, now you are probably all very familiar with the saying, keeping up with the Joneses. It's been around for 100 plus years now. I think it originated back in like the early 1900s as a result of a title of a popular comic strip um, that was kind of mocking and teasing this idea of keeping up with the Joneses, right? Which is still a phrase we all say today. And it refers to the practice of buying items to impress your neighbors or peers, or to increase social standing rather than from a desire for the items themselves. And I think we often think of keeping up the Joneses and a lot of us who are living our lives for God or at least that's our intention even though it's so easy to be sucked in by the world, I think we can think we're exempt from this. And I think um, there we have to be very careful and keep our hearts on guard for the sneaky ways that the enemy loves to come in and really attack us in a way that feeds on our insecurities and our fears so much so that instead of living for love alone, as St. Paul talks about in the opening Bible verse, we live for the fact and the sake of keeping up with the Catholics. And what I'm talking about is just this idea that when we pray the rosary or we do a devotion or we attend mass, or we veil, or we don't veil, or we, we, when I say attend mass, I mean daily mass, or, um, when we have our kids involved in this, um, Catholic activity, or that Catholic camp, or this Catholic thing, I think it's really, um, easy for our hearts, especially those of us that love God so much, for our hearts to be, Um, trapped into a place when our insecurities and our fears of doing enough for our family and living out the faith enough bleed into actually caring about what our peers and others think about our Catholic activities rather than doing them purely for the love of God himself. And you have all probably heard me many a times now in the last chunk of months since I've been off Instagram and really social media in general, that this is one of the pitfalls and dangers of social media. Not just that we can get on and feel bad about ourselves and and not think that we are doing this craft or that craft. or It actually feeds a lie from the enemy within our own hearts that tells us and encourages us to live our Catholic life in a way that we can show others what we are doing. Now, my friends, this is not to say that we should not be inspired by other people and that we should not feel called to be an inspiration to other people by the way they live, except that cannot be the motivation for our actions, rather for love alone But the love of God alone should be the sole motivation of why we do the prayers we do, why we live the way we live, why we make the Catholic choices that we make, and not so that we can prove that we are, quote unquote, the best Catholics out there. This is super, super dangerous because if you veil or don't veil, or if you send your kids to Catholic school, or you homeschool, or they're in public school, or if you attend daily mass once a week or you host a Bible study or attend a Bible study, if any of this is not done purely for the sake of your desire to seek greater communion with God, to love God, and to encourage those that you love to have a greater intimacy with God, such as your spouse, your children, or your friends, your peers, then I hate to say this because I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but then it is done in vain. Okay, I'm going to say that again. If you pray for the sake of being able to tell others that you pray every morning. And I know this sounds so obvious as we talk about it here. Like, well, of course, I shouldn't be doing any of this for the sake of being able to show it off to my peers. But I think this is an invitation and a real reflection for all of our hearts. And I I don't exclude myself from this. So I don't want to pretend that I'm above any of this. I think the enemy is constantly on attack, especially for us Catholics who... Are ferociously living for Christ. We are vulnerable. We are exposed. The enemy does not like, especially if we are radically living different than the world is inviting us to live. If we are living for God and if our families are something beautiful and radical and not what the world is often seeing these days, then my friends, the enemy is not happy, and he will do whatever he can to sneak into our homes and our hearts to try to turn our hearts away from God. And one of the ways we can do that is by doing all these most beautiful Catholic things in vain for the sake of being able to show off for others. And now, you guys, this is not new, right? <laughs> like, this is very. Uh, biblical. This is precisely what Jesus came to say to the Pharisees. The Pharisees and scribes were the most um, revered Jewish people of their time, right? They were highly regarded for knowing the faith and teaching the faith. And yet how often did we see them scolded in The Gospels, how often did Jesus call them out for their true motivation of what they did, why they did? And we see this in um, Matthew 23. And it says, I just want to read this because I think it's so important for us to sit back and reflect on this. It says, Then Jesus addressed the crowds and his disciples. And he says, The scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. Therefore, be careful to do whatever they tell you, but do not follow their example, for they do not practice what they preach they tie up heavy burdens that are difficult to bear and lay them on the shoulders of others but they will not lift a finger to be of assistance everything they do is meant to attract the attention of others they widen their phylacteries and lengthen their tassels they love to have places of honor at banquets and the best seats in synagogues and to be greeted with respect in the marketplace and to be addressed as rabbi And he goes on to say, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You shut the entrance to the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor do you allow others to enter. Okay, you guys, whoa. These Pharisees and scribes, like I said, who were regarded so highly by the Jewish community as, as the teachers, right, the rabbis of the law of Moses, that surely were on their way to heaven, Jesus himself is calling them out here and really pointing to the heart, right? To the heart motivation of what they were doing, which was to attract the attention of others, right? When he says they widened their phylacteries, a phylactery was a um, box that, in like this leather box that contained um, like certain inscriptions and verses from sacred scripture, So they make it really apparent what they're doing. Now, that's not to say that we don't want to be a witness of things like this for our children. If you're praying the rosary or if you're having time with Jesus or if you're just trying to live the authentic Catholic life, live it and let your life be a witness of your faith. You do not need your faith to be done in vain just to attract the attention of others. And I think we all start off with the purest um, intentions in our hearts. And a lot of times insecurities and fear lead to this um, way of keeping up with the Catholics, right? And um, there's just so many ways that insecurity can creep into our hearts and push us down into despair. And one of them is this idea of comparison, and as Catholics, we, we see it all the time, right? We see holy, confident people living out the gospel in the most beautiful way. And I think it's so good to look up to them. And this is important because inspiration is important. It is through the living witness of other people that I've often been inspired to move my life in different directions for and after the heart of God. But that we have to be careful, because if something is not breathing life into you then it's probably not inspiring even if their intentions were good you probably have a heart that is is um bubbling up with the dangers of insecurity and my friends even those that those that are inspiring have their own share of troubles nobody catholic or not can walk this life without any troubles without any fears without any insecurities We all um, carry similar crosses and in some ways very heavy and different from one another. But we are all in this struggle, right? And so often when we see these people or we see the saints and we often can just fall trapped to what the devil would love us to say, which is, I'll never be as holy or them, or I wish I could have the gifts of that person or this person. However, these role models, like I said, also struggle with their own temptations in their daily lives, their own insecurities in their daily lives. But the difference remains is how we respond to the thoughts that feed in our hearts and our minds. Do we allow those fears to fester and grow? Or do we say like Matthew 16, 23, get behind me, Satan, for you are not on the side of God, but of men. And I think it's really important because as we play this game of comparison, right, I think it's super important that we remember, and I I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but I've said it so many times that God has created us so uniquely, right, all with a different calling and purpose in this life. And a lot of it can look very similar, right? Many of us can be mothers. Many of us can be mothers of many. Many of us can be homeschooling mothers of many. So there can be this overlap of a lot of ways in which our vocations and our lives are similar. But even within all of that, we are so unique. And how Christ asks us to live out our lives is very unique. The world doesn't need another so-and-so who's popular and um TikTok worthy or um, has million followers in the catholic world instead it needs you like god uniquely created you the world needs you sarah you jessica you tiffany me suzanne he needs each the world needs each and every one of us a confident christ-centered christ-empowered gospel proclaiming you Because we were made in the image and likeness of Christ, we are sculpted uniquely and individually. And this self-comparison that we can do often attacks our own individuality rooted in him alone. When we we let that insecurity fester, it really um, undermines our confidence in God himself. We question who we are in his perfect image and likeness. So I just think it's super important that we take note of this in our hearts. We take some time. This is like just an invitation that um, the next time that you maybe you're on social media or maybe you're in a great community of amazing Catholic women and men and families, the next time that you find yourself feeling insecure because One mom's really amazing at doing crafts with her children, Catholic crafts, or does a really great job of living the their um, the calendar life, the liturgical calendar life, and and that might just not be the gift that God gave you. Instead of walking away, feeling down in yourself, in your motherhood, in your wifehood, in your abilities of what you are able to do for um, living out this Catholic faith. Take that take that heart cry to Christ himself and let him reveal truths to you of who he, he created you as. He did not create you as your neighbor. He created you as you. And it's really important that we rebuke this lie of keeping up with the Catholics. No more, my friends. There is no, and I feel like I should do a whole other episode on this, and I might. It's been floating around in my mind, but there is no one right way. Okay? I'm going to say that again. There is no one right way. Unless we are talking about moral, ethical, living out our our life. Whether you homeschool or you send your kids to public school or a great private or Catholic school, there is nothing in the catechism, there is nothing that says that in any which way of those is right or wrong. In fact, it is uniquely correct to do what God desires for your family. And in your region of the country, in your season of life, in the, in the individually for each and every one of your children, there is no right way. And so rebuke the lies that we often fall trap to with keeping up with the Catholics, that this is the way you're supposed to look if you're a good Catholic. You're supposed to have X number of children. You're supposed to homeschool or send them to a Catholic school. You're supposed to attend daily mass once a week. All these things are so beautiful. I'm not denying them. Like, I'm fired up for daily mass lately. I am not saying don't do it because you should You should just not engage in these beautiful things because then you're just falling privy to the keeping up with the Catholics comparison game. I'm just saying check our hearts. Because if it's not for the love of God, and if it's not done in love, then it's in vain, which often, my friends, can be even more dangerous than having never done it at all, right? And there is a there is something to be said for just simply being obedient, right? It's like we tell our children when they're young of attending mass weekly, even if it, they feel bored or exhausted or don't want to get up and, and go to church because they say, oh, it's too boring this week. This is one of our obligations, is to attend Mass weekly, to receive the Eucharist. Even if it doesn't feel good, even if that child doesn't know consciously the love of God in their hearts, we still do it obediently. So living on our Catholic lives in in beautiful and powerful ways, sometimes, even if you're not fired up for the love of God, is simply an act of your obedience obedience to him which is beautiful. I'm sorry I'm banging on the table as I'm <laughs> saying this and I don't know how much that's going to come through to the recording. So if there's like a muffled pounding, that's me and that's when I get fired up. Um but I'm not saying just if you don't feel fired up about something you shouldn't do it because simply sometimes the obedience to moving in the direction God is like putting on your heart even if it doesn't feel good will create the conversion in your heart, right? But we have to be careful that we are not doing it just to show off. Jesus came and he rebuked the actions of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And we need to rebuke those temptations to follow similarly in our hearts, right? So bring that to God. Pray the St. Michael the Archangel prayer. If you find yourself wanting to do something solely for the sake of showing off or looking like a quote unquote good Catholic, ask St. Michael to come in. My friends, I'm telling you, I've done this all the time. I I know I've talked about it on here before, but I'm very, very conscious of the temptation of hosting a podcast and the temptation of pride and how dangerous that can be for my heart, which will bleed into my wifehood and my motherhood and everything else. And so I know I've mentioned this on here before, but every time I receive a beautiful email or someone comes up to me or I get a message from a friend or, or something that, that often is just really beautiful and encouraging, letting me know how the podcast has blessed them and, um, and just done a lot for their own heart and their the conversion and their faith and i've i've heard from a number of people who are just journeying more towards the catholic life who were christians and and not catholics and how the podcast has helped them and it's so easy to um become um to open the doorway and make a foothold for the enemy to come through and really feed my pride in this way and that is why i'm on guard for my heart because I don't want to do any of this and encourage other people and do all that while at the sake lose my own heart and my own soul because I get built up by pride and and do it all for a vainglory, right? So I'm constantly very aware of this within myself and I think um, it's something that we can all really be on guard for and keep an eye out for our hearts with regards to um, this this area. And We're reminded in Matthew 6-1 when he says, Be aware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Okay? He's not saying don't be righteous, right? He's calling us to a righteousness. But he says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. Y'all, this is so, so easy and such a sneaky way that the enemy can take hold of our hearts. So as I continue to try to really like pay attention to myself in this area, I invite you all to maybe spend some time this week reflecting on God to open up your heart and your mind to see where you may be be doing things for the sake of... Um, Showing others your faithfulness rather than for the pure sake of having a faithfulness in your Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm going to close this up in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, I praise you, and I thank you for just the, the amount of wisdom that Christ bestowed upon us as he came and was man living on this earth. I... um. I thank you for the gift of our faith. And I ask you to bless each and every one of us here with a, with a wisdom and an understanding of the wayward movements of our own hearts, that we may grow in confidence in who we were created to be in your heart and in your eyes, rather than being insecure and driven by the judgments and approval of others especially as it comes to our faith. I ask that we have the courage to just live a life purely for love of God alone, as Paul talks about in our opening Bible verse. I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, my lovely friends. Sorry, that was a pretty fiery episode. <laughs> but um, just based on a conversation I had with a friend, I just got really riled up on her own experiences of things she was experiencing in her own community and um, just a lot of keeping up with the Catholics that was going on amongst churches and and the wealthy. And um, I just think it's something that is important to be talked about. So I hope you all have a blessed week and I cannot wait to catch up with you next week. Thanks for journeying alongside me today, friend. And if this episode or any of the episodes have blessed you, I'd be so honored if you shared it with a friend, rated, or left a review. And as always, you can connect with me at suzanne at latteandlaundry.com. God bless.